Welcome to Marsha's Plate, a black trans-inclusive feminist podcast. A place where we know that not everybody is invited to the cookout. And we also know that every single day is a brand new day and we have the power to make a difference today. So let's do this. Brand new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to turn it all around again. It's a new day, brand new day, make it better than yesterday. You can always find a way to start over again. When the sun rises, you can Twitter, Facebook, all of that. Just search for Marsha's Plate, M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Y'all ready? Let's get started. All right, y'all. So this show is uh, <laughs> quite extra in the, in the negative stuff. So this is a trigger warning that I want y'all to listen to. Understand that it, these are we're going to be talking about it's Ukraine. A- <laughs> we're going to be talking about people have who have passed away, and we're going to be talking about discrimination and stuff when you get older. And it's this is not a happy, this is not a happy one. This is just some real shit. And so, trigger warning. Bam. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, what's tea? Oh, I'm just coming back from Omaha. And when I tell you that Omaha is a whitey white white, <laughs> not whitey white white. How white? You, you know how you got that little meme said. I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black. Blackity black. They're black. Maybe okay. whatever the opposite of that. <laughs> uh-huh, I'm white, y'all. Okay. <laughs> whatever, whatever the opposite of that. That is Omaha. It is. It's it's just one of them places that you like. Oh, yeah, we didn't settle here. <laughs> the color folks said this ain't really for yeah. us or, yeah. or something. This is not for us. Um, <laughs> when the black folks nowhere, like nowhere, you know they were sprinkling in. You know, like okay, okay. It, it was a so it was given like Colorado vibes. Even, whiter than college, yeah. No, I would imagine whiter worse. than that. <laughs> even worse, even worse. It does kind of give you Denver vibe. It does sometimes mm-hmm. it gives you Denver vibe, but even worse. It's like more rural too, right? Yes, and Denver kind of got, you know, Latinos, and you well, know, it got some, you know, it got some stuff. But mm-hmm. honey, Omaha, I can't. All I saw was <laughs> honey. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's, Chad's, and Kyle's, baby. Wait, so who, who again? Karen, Chad's, Karen's, Chad's, and Kyle's, baby. And Bob's and Tom's. Listen. Uh, not Bob's and Tom's. What, was, oh. what were you out there for? Um, yeah. Dominique, Dominique's Morgan's, um, Dominique Morgan's 
40th birthday. She had a birthday party in a big event and like a concert because, you know, she is a um, recording artist, too, along with her like activism. And so she had a, a great little party. And then she had a, um, a concert with uh, her and other trans artists. And it just was it just was a beautiful, beautiful event. We stayed at this hotel called um, Hotel Deco, which has tons of like oh. art. And it was lovely. I took some sickening pictures in that fucking hotel. I posted it on my Instagram. So go check it out, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um, and it just it just was an amazing experience. But I was like, God, I could never live here. Like, it just doesn't feel it didn't feel like it was any of our folks there. Was like, it whiter it, it, than Seattle? Oh, yes. Damn. Oh, yes. <laughs> How you get whiter than that? Yeah, and at least Seattle got like... People of color. <laughs> that too. But Seattle also <laughs> got like some funky white people. In, oh, all, in all definitions. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in all definitions. So funky oh, as yeah. in, they don't believe in... <laughs> Barely taking baths or unscented. Yes, I remember y'all talking about that. Yeah, sometimes they don't be wanting to bathe. They they be unscented, and they be like, "Oh, I just like my natural scent." They'll be like that, or they'll be, you know, punk rocker goth. They they'll be clean, but they'll be (laughs) punk rocker gothy. It'll be different types of white folks. Whereas in Omaha, it is Middle America. It is. Honey, <laughs> it is the middle in the middle. The Great Plains. It's no. It's, it is no kind of funk. It is no kind of right. flavor. It is no kind of you know. You really got to no find kind of the flavor. Funk. It's no. It's no, it's, it's the it's the white people that you like. Oh, oh, okay. These folks <laughs> really exist. It's not the kind of. It's mm. no kind of edge. Exactly it is just the. Wonder bread white. <laughs> Wonder <laughs> Milk bread. toast. Yes. Right, right, it is, right, it is right. that. It ain't, right. it ain't Your that. face, Mia, your face. <laughs> no, because I'm trying to picture it. Because you know how Atlanta is nothing but black folks. So I'm just a, But pink, I've been to Colorado where it was nothing but it seemed like it was number white folks. So I, I could imagine like nothing. Yeah, it was was, was interesting. Like the look of the city reminded me of Indiana. Like how the Mm. buildings were, how the buildings were. And it it reminds, it probably Milwaukee too. Yeah. But Indiana, you're going to see some us. (laughs) You're going to see some us. And so surprisingly, um, but yeah, but the look of the town definitely reminded me of Indiana. But it was beautiful. Everybody... Everybody was fun. Everybody, because it's the queer side of Omaha. Because <laughs> you know, come on, queer, queer side of Omaha. Okay, we had a, um, you know, we just had a really, really good time. The music was good. People had flown in, and it just was really, really good. And um, I was telling me, I ain't gonna talk about it, but I was telling Mia that I made a fantasy purchase. Like, have you ever, like, oh, what about you, Jonathan? So, is there something that you would, um. No, not and don't think about cost. Like, don't think about cost. Mm. Nothing like expensive, but just something that you always wish that you owned. That is like a dream mm. thing. Do you have something like that? Like anything, no, maybe like an island. No. <laughs> you, <laughs> I'm talking about smaller than that, like something. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, a treadmill, a treadmill. I want to get. A okay, do you have a certain type? Uh, good. 
Double a good one. I don't know shit. You know what I mean? But a quality one. You know what I mean? I want to. I want to spend some money so I know it's quality. And I'll get a little rinky dink and have it break down soon. What about you, yeah. Mia? Is there something that you have dreamed about having? Um. Just one. I was, thinking, thinking, I was thinking about it while he was answering. Um. The first thing that came to my mind was a Prada purse because I was supposed to get myself that um, when I graduated from college and. Mm-hmm. I, She's a little expensive. Yeah, that's the truth. That's true. So for me, my thing is I wanted a Christian Dior saddlebag. It's something that Mm. when I was younger, my first introduction to somebody who had luxury things, Mm. she had a Christian Dior saddlebag from like 2004, 2005. And she had it when it first came out. And I said that if I ever got older and I ever had a chance to get one, that particular one, not some new Christian Dior that just came out this season. I'm talking about that bag that came out in 2004, a vintage, that bag. And I was, I was wanting one of those. And so those type of, that type of purchase is what I made. And I found it in this random obscure place in Omaha and I found it and it was a sickening ass price. And I was like, Oh, I got to get this. This is cute. (laughs) <laughs> and it was one nice. of those things like i got a couple of things so i have my my dream car is a 67 to 70 1967 to 1972 soup a gray shark gray supernova <laughs> look that up yeah so uh right. so <laughs> whatever year you pick between 1967 and 1972 any one of those a shark gray and I think it's the car from Batman, from the old, like, Eartha Kitt Batman series. I think it's that car. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's that car. And that's my dream car. So if I ever get tons of money, I'm going to find a 1967 to 1972. Nice, 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 nice. Doesn't it look cute? It's yeah. kind. Yeah, so I want yeah. the convertible. Yeah, that... I yeah. want to make it convertible. That's and like I want my to make squad, it... too. Yes, yeah, I, want... yeah, yes. Yes, I love. Yes, if yes, I yes, ever okay. get any money, I'm going to pick that. So uh-huh. um, what else? It's something. What else do I want? Um, nice. I have these little things that if I, you know, I'm not saving for them. But if I ever have some coins and I come across mm-hmm. them, if I get rich or will hit the lotto, these are things that I dream about. Um, another thing is I love my my fifth grade teacher. His name was Mr. Vendetti. He probably did now. <laughs> but Mr. <laughs> Vendetti, he's he's that teacher that kind of um, I think we I hope we all have these where that um, that really introduced you, that opened your mind to things like books mm-hmm. and um, that teacher that believed in you, that teacher that introduced yeah. you to books, introduced you to just all kind of culture that just one of those teachers. He was one of those teachers. Mm. And he was my favorite teacher. He gave, he gave, he, he was one of the first um, people that didn't give me fucking, um, that didn't give me kid books that actually let me, he didn't give me like adult sex books, but he gave me grown people books, not boxcar mm-hmm. children. <laughs> he 
gave me he gave me some grown books. Like I was like, oh, yeah. this is a book book that don't have pictures. I can read. And so right. he was right. that teacher. And so he went on vacation. Now I was super, super pissed that he went on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> but he went on vacation for two weeks because, he, and I was annoyed because he was my favorite teacher. But he came back with the most fabulous cultural things. And he went to Nice, France. And so it was spelled like nice. So I will always call it nice. <laughs> it's spelled like nice, but it's pronounced nice. And so... He would he show us pictures. He had these pictures of um of him in um Pro- Provence with these like lavender, like these lavender flowers, wow. like he was in lavender fields. It it was in my brain. That's what registered luxury. It registered fantasy. It registered like oh, this is what you right. do when you're fabulous. You go to France and da da da. So. Uh, as, something to dream about yeah yeah man, so yeah. that my dream was to go to nice it's pronounced nice but nice friends so i would tell my mom i'm gonna go to nice my teacher was uh. nice. <laughs> i'm gonna go to uh, nice friends and my, my mother would be like nice friends what <laughs> and so my dream is to go to nice friends um at one point, just because it's always been a dream of me since since fifth grade. And so those things mm. are what I think about. So in Omaha, I found my dream bag that I have been okay. wanting <laughs> since my freshman year of college. There was this that was chick- the best place to find it. <laughs> best place, because it would have been stupid expensive somewhere else. <laughs> but it was, it was absolutely reasonable, totally, totally a steal in the location that I bought it. And I was like, this is the, not only is it my dream bag, it's literally the exact, you know what I'm saying? It's the exact bag that I wanted from that mm. era, authentic. And I was like, oh, I got to have this. I got to have this bag. Thank you. Give it to me. Um, but yes, happy birthday to um, Dominique Morgan. She hit 40. Nice. Um, yeah, I think that's amazing. Happy birthday. What you been up to, Mia? You ain't been on. Yeah. What's going on? Oh. Not not to the not to the people, which they don't know that we have recorded. They just haven't came out right, yet. Right. right, right <laughs> like right, they were right. like, they were like, where's Mia at when me and Jay put our just me and him out? And they were like, oh shit, oh, she, yeah. she about to dip out like Z. I was like, no, we actually no. have recorded. <laughs> I was like, we have already we have already recorded. Me and me by ourselves with right. Jay, you know, when Jay had to do something. Right. And so I just hasn't put right. it out yet. And so, yeah, they ain't heard from you. So what's your TV and Mia? <laughs> For the people. Um, really just focusing, just, uh, just aligning my goals up, like just doing everything that I can to make something, pro- some progress every day. Mm. Um, so that's like um, getting back into my yoga which is not something easy, but um, just um, just different things like that. Just making sure that every day counts. Like I think that's the best thing. So mm. just trying to stay productive. Really, mm. nothing that. nothing like really really new yet. But just being productive. Gotcha. Yeah, that's always good. Productivity is always good if you you know it, with balance. You don't need to determine your life based on productivity, but right. it's good when you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? 
Um, kind of similarly to me, just, you know, just steady on the grind. I've been uh, incorporating regular walks into my life and it feels great. Uh, and been taking a meditation and motivation class, which has been pretty cool, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, taught by a black queer person, you know, uh, in Seattle. Can you believe that? <laughs> That's what Seattle's good for, right? Even though it's like not that many black people. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. It's been really grounding, you know, to take the class. It's a writing class. So we've been doing, we do uh, meditation at the beginning of the class. And then we pick like a word, for example, like compassion. And then we all would define it ourselves and then talk about what we came up with. And then to also talk about what the dictionary says it is mm-hmm. and use that as a jumping point for like certain kind of writing and stuff like that. So it's been really, mm-hmm. it's been really great. So that's been keeping me pretty Do y'all share and, y'all writing? Mm-hmm. We do different styles of writing and things like that. Um, but it's pretty dope. Um, it's with this person, Na Akua, N-A-A-A-K-U-A. They also teach classes like independently, but this one was through this place called Hugo House. And it was, it's been, they did one on uh, uh, the vastness of masculinity as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's been, and I took, I've taken that class. That's what, so I took this one as well. So it's been really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah. Sounds like good stay, mental stay health. Mental, stay, come on, trying to, you know, the world is out here, wilding, you know, and just trying <laughs> to keep that blood pressure down. You know what I'm saying? Because, the shit, you know, shit is real, you know, and they trying people. So it's like one part of uh, beating that is, you know, trying to keep that steady shit, you know? Yeah. All right, so let us know what y'all doing out here since the world is wilding. Let us know what the hell y'all out here doing. <laughs> right, making, right, y- right. Making y'all feel good. Mm-hmm. Also, let us know, um, are you being productive? Are you, are you, you know, are you, is, is this your rest time where you saying fuck productivity? Mm-hmm. Or are this, mm-hmm. this is this a time where you really like going at it hard? What are you going, what are you going through? And also let me know if you have a, a dream purchase that you have in your particular right. life. Let me know if you have, you know, whatever it is, it's like, oh my God, it don't matter how small, it don't need to be something big, like a big old house or, you know, an island like Jay said. It can be something small that you just that's just has always been something that you would like to own or want. And you know, hashtag Marsha's plate. Oh my god, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 yay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know. I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community. And I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community. Because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community is fuck. (laughs) So thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? Alrighty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show.
All right, so I'm gonna start off because this is gonna be quick because we're not gonna um we're gonna talk about it a little bit, but we're not gonna um and I know this I want to start off with some the work that we got to talk about so that we can right. build up to the good stuff or whatever. Right, Just to get right, out the right, way. Right, right, um right. a woman was found dead in Evingston Lakefront, and she was identified as Elise Mallory. And she is actually an activist outside of um, Chicago. And um, Elise was reported missing on March 11th. Nobody had heard from her. I saw her friend, Angelique, um, talking about she can't find her friend because we are all, because we're all activists. We are, you know, we are on each other's Facebook, follow each other on um, Instagram and I, if you follow us on Instagram, Marsha's Play, I've shared it on our Instagram. And so the unfortunate news is that her body was actually found in Lake Michigan. She's one of our patrons. She's somebody who listens to the show. She's somebody who supports trans content, supports trans people. She is a community ass bitch. And so, um, uh, it's just one of those things that when shit hits close to home, like close, you know, I know uh, Angelina, I think her name is Angelina. Um, that's That was her best friend. So I know for her to be dealing with it mm-hmm. is way, 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 way over the top. And so it, it just feels to me like this is it's just it's so much closer because sometimes you know when people pass pass away when we when we get news about this we don't really have too many connections to them like as far as personal connection to them but this one just seems like it's getting it's close to home it's kind of reminds me of malaysia booker because malaysia was here in dallas and she was connected to I'm connected to the Dallas community of trans people. So, so many people I knew, knew her. We we run in some of the same circles. So it was like, it reminds me of that. We're like, ooh, this is really hitting close to home. Um, when Tracy Engel got killed out here in um, in Houston, it was like, whoa. And then the um, ISIS, she passed away literally at that Arby's down the street on, on Westheimer from me. The one that got killed, that's where she got shot at. I didn't know it was that close. I knew that it was in this vicinity, but literally. That's right by where Dom is. By, well, yeah. well, we both really yeah. stayed. Is that Chick-fil-A? Yeah. That Chick-fil-A right there on Westheimer? That's where it happened. Right there by Target. Right there by Target, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it just feels like this shit is getting, and then, you know, y'all with Pinky, when Pinky got shot in yeah, the she got shot time at, the at that store. gas station, at that gas station. And, and then Diamond remember the girl, um, and I don't know her name, but um, the she got shot and um killed, and she was left in. Uh, I think uh they threw her upon I ten, and then like a year later, her um we well that year we went to her visual. Remember me, you, uh, me, you, uh, and Z went to her visual. And we spoke, and her friend was crying at the back of the classroom. That was um, that was Tracy. That was Tracy Engel. Okay, so yeah. yeah, well, her friend was murdered the same way. Yeah, like a year, a year later. Yeah, Damn. a year before she was murdered. Yeah, yeah. So it was. It's, it's crazy. My God, it's sad. And people, like, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Diamond. No, well, when people like, like, why here be like straight people talk about 
how we're the reason why the uh, Black movement is this way. And I don't mean to like change the topic, but like the reason why I'm saying that is because they make it seem like we're like, we're playing like this victim card, like um, we're just saying things, but like the community so small, we see it happen like all around right. us. Like it's so close to home. It's not something that's just like we're seeing from here or from from uh, another country. It's happening so close to us. Yeah, yeah. And it can, and, yeah. it can, and there go, there's gonna be some that's like, oh, this is some girl in LA that I might not know, but then a month later it'd be somebody close. Mm-hmm. It's just it just depends on it just depends on the circumstances and it's just yeah. uh it's yeah. it, and it's hard each and every time, but it also feels I'm I feel like a little numb as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh I don't know, it just it some part of me is like I don't have any more like tears or emotionality about it. Do y'all understand that? Yeah, we talked about that before when uh, me, you, and Z, we talked about it before with um, during the, um, the, 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 not the civil rights movement, the George Floyd movement. Mm-hmm. And um, the, there were so many murders before that, but then there started to become a lot of murders during it, which is so much chaos. But it broke me. Like I think what I think what happens is you try mm-hmm. to like numb yourself because like um, we talked about before, Dami was saying like if you just put your emotions into it all the time, then you'll be wore out. That's what you were saying. Like if I keep like if I keep putting my emotion to each girl that died, then I'm not gonna have no more tears to cry, and or you're just gonna be an emotional wreck. And not saying that their lives don't matter and that you're not affected. So I I get what you're saying by that. Yeah, it's just like, oh my fucking God. Like, like it just gets too much. And I and I and I don't think our community is that's exclusive to us. I think it's just I think it's right. black folks too, because black folks have a ton of George Floyd's, Trayvon Martin, Orlando Castile, Tamir Rice's. We got a Brianna list, Taylor. List, Brianna Taylor. Listen, 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 listen. Uh, people who are wore out, been wore out by the cops, been, you know, in regards to that, it's like, oh my God, it just feels like, like I'm numb <laughs> and I don't want to be numb, but it just, what it feels like. To your point about just the community being as small, I was seeing on my timeline being from Milwaukee, which is an hour away from Chicago, just the posts were coming from different angles about about what happened, this this murder, this death. Um, and it was, yeah, it's just a lot. You're right. I mean, it, I think there's like an emotion. I, I'm glad we're having this conversation here, provide, just hold because it's holding that space because it is a lot. I think, you know, it's emotional labor. It's just, it's emotionally, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, but I again I think like these kind this space having space in your personal life, and if you don't have it in your personal life, I know when I w- when I wasn't on the show as a fan of the show, a lot of the stuff that I would hear in my isolation gave me some sustenance. So I, I hope that even us just having this conversation here for folks who aren't in a place where they have as much community, uh, even if you are in a place that you have a lot of community, but just you know having this space to just even talk about it, I think just helps folks to just have a moment to kind of sort sort through some things. Um, I recently learned about some some suicides as well within the community too. And it's just like, you know, 
it, it, I'm not surprised, but it's also, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's all of this shit, you know, um, for our community. It's a lot, it's a lot, but, um, as someone who was very isolated at one point, I, I think the spacism, I think even just having the space to talk about or hear other people know that it's important to us, know that we're impacted. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners who feel the same way, just overwhelmed, you yeah. know, emotionally, um, you know, and uh, yeah, no, it's a lot, you know, but yeah, I, holding space is helpful sometimes for yeah. me. I know hearing stuff like this sometimes can like as a trans person make you feel like like afraid to do things and afraid mm. to take risks and things but still take risks still take still do the things that you want in your life just be calculated about it be safe about it take the right precautions don't mm. ever get caught slipping and what I mean by that is just like never think that it cannot be you because when you think it can't be you is when you get caught slipping surprise because mm-hmm. i've been robbed for three times and each time i i i never thought i'd be robbed girl you never catch me slipping and i got mm-hmm. i got comfortable don't get comfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well i just want to say condolences to the family condolences to her friends and everybody in chicago who has lost a powerhouse she you know she's you know she she was definitely a community girl she would be out and about you know doing you know doing community shit and it just was uh it's just horrible hearing that she went out like that and they found her body in the lake and so that indicates because um, we were talking about it before we got on um it's it is abnormal right that's that's not normal in Lake, in Lake Michigan. No. That's not normal. Yeah. This um, is the outliner. For sure. So, you know, unlike in other areas where, you know, like you you brought up the Hudson, it's, you know, that's a common thing to find in the Hudson. <laughs> but in here, but yeah. it's just not really. Right. Common. You got all the gangsters and all that kind of, right. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. common story to hear about that, but it's not really a common thing to hear about it in, um, like Michigan, but especially in Evanston, because Evanston is that's kind of like a like a bougie, like Stokey and Evanston. That's kind of like a uh, Northwestern is out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, it's kind of I don't want to say bougie, but it's 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 not like the South Side of Chicago. It's 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 uh, that's the North. That's mm-hmm. the um, you know, I guess it's Northern suburb. Yeah, no, like it got some of the top schools in the country. So for it to happen in this area, it just, it just, it's just sad. And we want to say condolences to um, her family. And, you know, like I said, um, we had to talk about it because she has always supported um, Marsha's Plate and chatted with us and, you know, been a patron. And so we want to say, you know, rest in peace. And, you know, we got to be diligent in, in making sure her, her life, some kind of justice happens. Don't let them just kind of sleep on it, sleep on investigating her murder. You know how Chicago police kind of can <laughs> be yeah. luckery. So well. um, we gotta make, <laughs> yep. we gotta yeah. make sure that they stay on it and hopefully um, 
our murderer will be will be brought to justice. But yeah, I didn't want to stay on Absolutely. this long because, you know, yeah, I didn't want to stay on this long. But rest in peace. Yes. Do I look particularly ashy to you? I mean, I, that's just a side. <laughs> I feel like like what? Morning, ashy in the evening, ashy all the time. Oh shit! <laughs> Don't you niggas get tired of being ashy all the time? I record that, okay, and I put it on my. Uh, that has to stay in the show. <laughs> No, I literally got a recorded song of that. But no, for real, dude. <laughs> I need a copy. No, you But do real. I look ashy? Okay. All right, great. No. Okay. <laughs> you can go to my SoundCloud me, man, the light on my download end. it. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I, I will do so. Cause and, and I'll remind it will be a good healthy reminder. Ashy in the morning. Ashy in the evening. Negro, put some lotion on. Ashy in the morning, ashy in the evening, ashy all the time. Don't you niggas get tired of being ashy all the time. Ashy in the morning, ashy in the evening, ashy all the time. Don't you niggas get tired of being ashy all the time. Moisture, moisturize. Moisture, moisturize. Moisture, moisturize. Moisture, moisturize. Commission has affirmed a transgender woman's complaint of discrimination against a long-term care facility, allowing her case to move forward. Now, this is believed to be the first time a transgender elder has filed a discrimination complaint against this type of facility. Um, Marie King, 79, has accused Sunrise Assisted Living of rejecting her application for residency on grounds that she is transgender, which is in violation of the state's non-discrimination laws. I thought this was pretty dope that uh, the Human Rights Commission in Maine is affirming her situation and supporting her um, and calling these folks out for violating their state law. Um, it also just brings up stuff around, you know, just care and later in life, you know, this woman is white, no, you know, she's got some, I'm sure she's got some other resources or connections and community, because usually that's how it goes. If you can have a lawsuit, it's not easy to just be like, that takes time and money, but, uh, or to get engaged like that. But uh, I think it's pretty dope. I want to celebrate that. There's a lot of horrible stuff happening <laughs> in the world when it comes to trans folks. And uh, one, I just wanted to lift up this situation in Maine and their Human Rights Commission for trying to be proactive and support trans elders, um, even though Maine's a small state, but hopefully, you know, it can uh, encourage things to happen across the country because a lot of times stuff happens, you know, city by city or what have you. Um, but anyway, my questions for y'all is, you know, have you thought about, you know, um, you know, care later in life or, you know, living around, a whole bunch of other trans folks or like what you know how have you thought about what it means to uh grow old you know um because we're kind of the first kind of generation of folks to be able to have these conversations this open you know we're in a whole different era uh our possibilities look different probably than when we all began our journey you know um uh, so yeah what are your what are y'all what are y'all thoughts about um 
about this. Uh, do you want to go to a facility? Do you plan to be, you know, with some people? Like, yeah, let me put this out out there because this is uh, yeah. What are y'all thoughts? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm gonna give it. I, I pointed at Diamond. I'm gonna give it to Diamond first because I already know okay. about that. Diamond, break it down for us. What are your thoughts about this situation? Getting older. So I am getting older. I'm protecting ourselves and all those things. Yeah, I'm. I have thought about it because I'm getting older, and most of people, women in my life, that's only have the only, you know, examples that I have. They, most women in my family, on average, don't live past like seventy. And so, Mm -hmm. if I, if I'm, if that's the average, then I'm, 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 I got more days behind me than in front of me <laughs> so i gotta i gotta start paying attention to that and so uh but luckily there's things that i like i don't drink like that i don't you know i you know i'll sip blah blah blah. but it's not i'm not like a constant drinker like some of them um mm-hmm. you know i think i live a, a healthier lifestyle than they did but um gotcha but i don't know anyway what i don't want what has always been like a fear was if I got older and had to live in a group in a in, in a nursing home, that I would be the freak in the nursing home. That I would be the, you know, that I would be the person, the chick with a dick that they sneaking and taking pictures of. <laughs> That's late. <laughs> That's what I, I we talked about this and yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just one of those things that I worry about. Like, you know, you hear about these horror stories about, um, you know, not even trans people, cisgender people, their parents and their grandparents being mistreated, having bed sores, having all kinds of stuff. Then you remember a couple of years back, I don't want to say a couple, it probably yeah. was about five years back, that the fucking paraplegic girl got pregnant because the fucking maintenance person was having sex with her yeah yeah y'all remember that like she had got mm-hmm. pregnant it was like how did she get pregnant <laughs> she's it was been janitor. Yeah, it was like janitor? the janitor or something like it was that a jan- yeah wow. and so shit the motherfuckers is fucking shady and crazy so i didn't i don't want to be that's one that's literally and i know this isn't the reason why you should you know have srs but why it will be something I would consider in my older age is because I don't want, I have the fear of that happening where, you know, it's different if you, you know, you done had the clip and snip and, you know, you're not, it, it, I physically, you're not the freak that somebody could take pictures of and put you on Instagram <laughs> and, you know, kind of wear you out. So for me, I, there that is a concern. I would love but I also don't want to be a burden to like my little brother and that mm. feels uncomfortable. That would seem like the natural place, but I also would be like, God, I want you, I don't want to be a burden to him. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if, if I, if I live to the point where he's older too, and he didn't settle down, but he's young now. So I'm like, he, he's kind of mm. being free and traveling and doing that. I don't want to be a burden. Like I wouldn't want to be, older and he um we're only like nine years apart so mm. i hope that we're in good health and by the time i get to the point where i need some kind of assistance he has settled down he is 
you know, going to his little job. You know, he's doing what older men do. Settle down, got his little wife, and maybe I can come in and help him mm. and his wife with the kids. You get what I'm saying? I can live there in regards mm. to that. That would be, like, beautiful and ideal, but part of me is like, ooh, I don't want to be a burden. Um, yeah, that's would be ideal. Like, if I could help my brother, like, I'd be the older auntie, like the grandmother that's living in the house with the family. So that would be ideal. Um, what about you, Mia? I haven't, I, listen, I haven't really thought about it like that. I thought about it, but I ain't thought about know? it. Like, if I want to be physically fit, like I want to be, I want to be one of them older people that, bitch, you still see me jogging. And right, shit. running marathons at 70. On a bike, I got my little helmet on and shit, you know. <laughs> like, I, 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 in my motherfucking garden, planting stuff. That sounds to, fun, too. Yeah. 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 I, 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 you know, I want to, I kind of want to be like that. Um, That's mm. what I think about. Like, I just think about, like, what can I do in this in, in my life right now so that I'm the healthiest, the most vibrant, the most mm-hmm. the best I can be until I get to an age where like damn I need a motherfucker to wipe my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, like what so that that's what I think of. I haven't really thought of like the like damn the 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 place that they put you when you're you you can't really do stuff. But if I if I had a place It'll probably be where where's the um what's that um movie where they both died in the bed together? Um we did both make a face at the same time too. The notebook. <laughs> oh if did, okay. If you put me in a place, put me someplace where the notebook is or where um at the end of the notebook where they uh that look like a sickening facility or <laughs> the green mile. His facility looks sickening too. Something that is expensive. I know the workers are going to take care of you. Shit. Oh. Oh. I don't know. I don't know about all that. But that's you. Do you, do you, do you, do you. I don't know. Do you, do you, do you. I don't know. I feel like... um... Oh, no, I'm not going to go there because that's too drastic. <laughs> I was about to say something that's going to take it down again. No. Okay. Well, um. you know, I will, say, <laughs> I will say this. You know, I thought about it briefly before I threw it out there. I I, I, I think I want to try to, I either want to be somewhere more urban where there's a lot of community and kind of just kind of have, try to connect, kind of have yeah. a little, you know, little pod of people. And then, or, you know, somewhere kind of get some land or something and try to, you know, in theory, Get a whole bunch of black trans folks and just be like, we're gonna take, we're gonna buy this area, <laughs> go buy these acres, we're gonna live, we go into the city for shit, we come back out, out here, chill mm-hmm. the fuck out. You know, but just something where you still, I feel like I wanna be somewhere around some people. I'm not in a situation with uh, my siblings, like, well, maybe potentially, but um, I'm the youngest out of my siblings. So, um, but yeah, you know, just be around somewhere where there's some people, because. That's, you know, that's the main. That's the main. That's to me. That's the main thing. It's like not so being out here. So this thing about it. So we know that trans people can have children. We know that, mm-hmm. but most of the time, mm-hmm. that's just not the, mm-hmm. in the part for us, right? I mm-hmm. see. That's the that. Not that 
your children is just a utility. <laughs> Take care of you. Not just that, but that right. is one aspect of about not having children. That's the the negative side of not having children. Children, yes, you can travel and be free. They ain't sucking, draining mm-hmm. all your money and da 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 with daycare and school and you got to save up for school for them and uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's the negative but the positive is that if you are a good parent if you are yeah. and you raise good human beings um the the benefit on the tail end is that they respect you and they care for you and love you and want you and want to take care of you and want you to be taken care of as you get older. And so as we age as trans people, because our life is so isolating and so society can isolate us, sometimes we get older and we don't have that circle. We don't have children. Our families sometimes don't even fucking fuck with us or we're so, we have had a chosen community. um, Mm -hmm. And so we haven't built that. We don't have that kind of, um, connection to our um family like that and so i think of it in that sense where i'm like god i wish maybe i wish i had that kind of thing because i'm not my chosen community while i love everybody that i have (laughs) i can't say that i would my children i would be like oh y'all motherfuckers better take care of me (laughs) but i can't feel that same way about you know like if mia you get what I'm saying? I can't say that I, I would be like, Mia, it's time for you to, you my chosen family. It's time for you to take care of me. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't feel that I have that same kind of pressing mm-hmm. expectation where if it was my children, be like, oh, chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you this where they took care of your ass. Get your ass over here and take care of me now that I'm old. At least it, it'll be, uh-huh. a, it, it'll be a more of an obligation with them. Um, even like my mm. my my brother, nigga, I didn't sacrifice for you for decades. You didn't take care of me, but you know my chosen family. I can't say that I would have the same exact like expectation. And so when you get older, if you don't fuck with your family, you ain't got no kids. It gets to the point where like, damn, I'm kind of alone in this thing, and it's like, oh, what do I do? So hopefully, I'll have community. Yeah that um i can build off of mm-hmm. yeah i think hopefully i'll have that it sounds like lj yeah. was talking about like some trans paradise i mean like, i've been in some conversation i've been in conversations with some with, some guys um, who are around my age ranges you know I'm, i'll be 40 this year and we've been talking because it's like we're getting older and the i think especially for for a lot of people, for a lot of trans men and trans masculine folks, especially if you've been socialized as a woman and a girl, you go from like being super social to being super isolated in a whole different way. And the expectation is that men are isolated, you know? So it's like the social transition shit is like super intense, you know what I mean? And so, and you can't ask for help in this, you know what I mean? People treat you differently as a black man. They're not, <laughs> you gotta learn how to, like that. that that's a whole different aspect to like, getting access to services but anyway yeah. so we've been talking about that um and just like you know just think you know playing around with ideas around that because you know uh yeah because shit's real so <laughs> and in my lived experience <laughs> older yeah, yeah. so you were thinking you the first thing i was gonna say is y'all have talked about becoming the golden boys instead of the golden girls <laughs> 
something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like I live together with absolutely. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yes, that would be I would live for that now. I would live. I wish I got along with more people to where. And, and I had more people who are financially stable, so we can all b- like buy this fucking big ass sickening house where we got tons of space, but we done pulled our money together to be able to afford a big ass house. And yeah. we can have we can make it to where we got a separate entries, you get what I'm saying? Mm. To where you know we ain't gotta disturb everybody. I would love to do that, but um, you mm. know, it's hard finding people who are responsible and yeah, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot, lot. to do. Baby, <laughs> I just you though, you, Vanessa, Ty. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Y'all three, the golden girls, I'll be sick Uh-uh. I done lived with them hoes before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, y'all are too funny. No, y'all are too. Funny. No, 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 no. <laughs> no golden girls. No, it can't be no golden Listen. Oh no. What if? But what if you had to like in in like right now? What if? What if you had no choice? Then I would have to make the choice, but. Honey, right now I'm 40, baby. I'll hit the track. I still got a jiggle in a shank. Right, come on, jiggle. I can be by myself. But if I'm, you know, if I'm to the age where you know, you know, it might be, might might be selling like it used to. (laughs) Then I might have to make some decisions. (laughs) I might have to make a different kind of decision. But right now, I feel like, honey. If I tip out there, I could get a little coin. Still, I'm still that girl. <laughs> Listen. You were talking about black men and getting older. In my experience with black men who fuck up their relationships, mm-hmm. <laughs> like men who fuck up the relationship, they cheating on the girlfriends that they had in their youth. And, you know, when they get older, they always are looking for somebody to take care of them. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about. Um, money wise, because usually sometimes when I know what you're talking about older, they have gotten <laughs> to the point where they have a job and they're they're doing the same job over and over. It may not be their career thing, but they usually older black men I know usually have some type of job that they've been doing for a long, long time. But mm-hmm. they have found some younger woman, <laughs> usually homely, usually mm-hmm. not their normal type, but she's the type that take care of home, cook and clean, da-da-da, and she's mm-hmm. younger, and she's looking, she probably was looking for somebody with a job that can pay some bills and give her some mm-hmm. type of stability. And mm-hmm. I have seen this so many times in my lived experience where that older man who has been running the streets, doing everything under the sun, finally wants to settle down, and he picks somebody um, that just is, okay, this is somebody. She's cool. I can have sex with her. I can pay the bills I, and she can cook and take care of my clothes until I die. <laughs> I see right. and it's, it's toxic and <laughs> yeah. horrible, but it does I've happen. Seen I've that seen it so too. many times. Yeah, it's too. given very, their eyes were watching us. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait a minute. That movie with Halle Berry. Um, when, their eyes were watching God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's the radiation one with the crooked face people. 
Like, the heels have eyes or something. I was like, what? Their eyes was watching us. Somebody young, some young tender. Uh, uh, that's a that's that's funny because <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's true to the mud. But you know, a good a good friend of mine, a cisgender black gay dude, who told he told me he said, "Hey, like black men are super isolated." He right, you know. And when I look at older guys and folks as you get older the expectation in society is to be kind of on your own too. So he said he, he actively is social because he, he says, you know, they deal with, he deals with a lot of depression, suicidal shit within the black cisgender gay community. And so he's like, I intentionally try to be social and that's going to change for you. You're going to have to work hard to be social, Jonathan. And that's true. Cause like, I, I can't, you can't be social in the, you know, it's men don't talk in the bathroom, even just <laughs> in the basic shit, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I I I had I had a live black girlhood, black womanhood. So it's like shit. I'm used to social. I'm used to hey, how you doing? Hey, da da da. You know, just even just from the upbringing, the raising, and how you socialized to be social. So it's like to not be. It's weird. You don't know. It feels yeah, it's weird, and you and you have to navigate it in a different way, and people respond to you differently too. So you got to mm-hmm. learn how to get with that. But anyway, but yeah, I'm gonna try to get some people. Um, Golden Boys, uh, Mia, you said you're doing what now? I'm trying to to preserve whatever I can do right now and preserve what I got going. So when I get older, I'm not like out of shape and they got to put me in a a nursing home. But that's, that's, that's where I'm at with it. But if they do put me in a nursing home, put me in a very expensive one, like a really, (laughs) like where they stop looking at the balcony and who would be doing that, Mia? Who? Who would be doing it? Who would be doing it? Who's going to put you in the nursing home? I don't know. This is a theory, right? So, like, whatever. <laughs> that's how I want it to work out. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Donnie, I, you said your I brother believe, taking care of you, right? That would be ideal. <laughs> but I feel like I'm gonna be like the like the isolated black men. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be in the house in my own place until you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get my SSI and I'm gonna be on a fixed income. I might have to move and mind your business, right? Mind my business, yeah. And it's funny, my apartment now it is right next door to me is a black older black man. He got to be like fifty, late fifties, early sixties. By himself, mm. he be listening to the blues. He be by himself <laughs> in his house drinking. Yeah. He don't even be on the porch drinking. He be in his house Damn. drinking his beers. He'll put <laughs> like his trash in the house. He'll take it in the house. Like he co- he don't make no noise. He come and go. You can tell his body is kind of, you know, mm. kind of failing mm. him a little bit because he be kind of walking like he's, you know, like his hips hurt. <laughs> and I see him. He's really, yeah. really nice. Then I, he's the one that is just regular. He's just nice. He don't say nothing. Then I, it's another dude. He's tall. He's like six. He, that one is like five ten. There's a tall black dude that lives by himself. That is, he's more grumpy and mean, uh, but he's also more allegedly. flirty. Like when I see him, uh-huh. he does. He flirts with me, <laughs> but he, but he's grumpy and mean to other people. So like, if he um, likes, he uh-huh. he'll flirt with you. But if he um. He'll be grumpy and mean, and I think he done had some surgery on his knee because he walked like he like like it's some some issue with his knee. But he lived by himself, and I'm seeing that. Then these apartments, this apartment right or right by me, like you know, um, 
it's this room, and I feel like that's the death room because every time oh, like, somebody... you know, I've been here 10 years, it's been three white men that were by themselves living in that apartment that has died in that apartment. Oh my God. Because at, at being old, like being like old, it is not like, you know, like they uh, ailed. Uh, this is where I'm going to live and I'm yeah. ailing. I don't have no family. I don't have nothing. It's been like, three it's not years. funny, but you said it's, the, it's not funny. They'll be like every I've been here 10 years. So every three years, like it's one there now. Uh, now mm. that one, I think he I think, he, you know, he a little freaky. I think he a gay white man. A gay old white man because I seen a you know we clock. Oh, so he be asking because we, we ex old. <laughs> I've seen a young little buffalo black dude sneaking his sneaking his porch. He because he opened because he got where his door is at. I was walking past to go to you know that little store in my in my complex meal. And mm-hmm. I'm walking past mm-hmm. and he done slid the door open for the buffalo young dude. Now ain't no no reason this fine <laughs> Instagram buff black dude is coming to this motherfucking um Dennis the Menace, Mr. Wilson, grumpy Uh-oh. old white man house <laughs> and sneaking in the back door. It you he ain't even coming through the front door. He's sneaking in the back door. I was quiet and you know, I know what this is. I, huh? Come on. <laughs> say, I, this is not my motherfucking first time at the radio flellers. <laughs> right. And so mm. I'm clocking to you. I'm like, oh, work. And he was fine. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. Wear it out. <laughs> Get your coins. <laughs> but he's still frisky. So he's still, but he all, and he got this um, Latin lady to come and do his feet. Cause I think he has something. Is that diabetes where you gotta get your feet done or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> not your feet done. You mean your feet cut off? <laughs> not cut off. No, I'm talking about you have to have a. Spe- oh, sometimes when you oh, go to a place, you gotta be. Sorry. You gotta tell them that you got. I think it's diabetes. Oh yeah, I know. What you, yeah, you gotta wear the compressions and stuff. Yeah, yeah and you gotta tell off. them that you got so they don't be cutting you, so it fucking won't keep bleeding or something. I don't know. I can't remember. So, oh, I know what you mean. I know what you gotta size? tell them. No, 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 no. It's when when you go get a pedicure for somebody, you gotta tell them like I don't somebody somebody hashtag march and play and tell me what the fuck I'm talking about. It is some <laughs> disease. I think it uh, uh, ailment is. I think well, it's the blood don't stop running. Right yeah. where um, it won't clot properly or something. It won't like clot that. properly. Yeah, won't so clot. You, so instead yeah. of so you can't be like a regular person just going to get your feet done. Right. You gotta say. Hey, I got this, right. so don't be cutting no shit and making me bleed and da 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 da. da. Or um, got you. you gotta tell them. And so sometimes they'll have special people come in to do their pedicure who who specializes in their situation. Oh, and so this lady, I know I it's not, not no know freaky that's shit where this is going. because <laughs> if he be having a he only do the the freaky shit only happens when um when. You know he don't cut the lights off and close the blinds, baby. <laughs> but with with the lady, mm. she comes in to do his feet, and you can see her standing there while he's on his recliner, like in the like. If I'm going to the store, you can he got the fucking blinds open, so you can see her. Actually, she she's in a nurse's call, and she's actually doing his feet, like with uh-uh. like slippers mm. and stuff like that. Right. So he has her coming in and taking care of him in regards to that. 
And um, and so right, three that's people. what it is. Yeah, you got to keep your feet together. Yeah, Otherwise, you got to keep can, your feet together. They can fall. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. So that's what he. Not supposed to be cut you anyways. And he's the last one. It's the well, sometimes it'll it's the maintenance. It's like a you'll clip yeah. like I don't know you clip the cuticle. You got to keep them clean like super clean yeah. and shit because then they can get infected easily and then it, and then the uh, tissue will die and that's why people end up getting toes cut off like you know all that shit kind of stuff. like that. So yeah, yeah. And so we have uh, yeah. he's in the death room now, and I, I he's been there for about two <laughs> <Damn>. years, <laughs> and if it goes as normal. He got about a year and the MLMs will be coming. Because before him, it was another, it was another white dude, old white dude, and he was there for years, three years. And next thing we know, we see the little lights. It's a cycle. God damn. Literally, it, it's like three years. And three or four years. And me and me and Brandon was out there. Brandon was smoking, smoking a blunt. And the he was like, damn, is the police rolling up? But no, it was. His daughter. So apparently the daughter had um the dude's daughter. So apparently he had a daughter. The dude's daughter had called. I guess he she hadn't heard from him in a minute. And so she says, I need y'all to go do a check. And so they come in and do a check and they check. And it's like, oh wow. He's about it there. Wow. And so So do he know he in like the the danger zone or no? I think they do. I think they like they don't look like just older, like chilling older people. They look like they about to go out the party. You know what I'm saying? You can tell by how they walk in and <coughs> you know what I'm saying? You can tell they coughing and you know, walking with they can't like their body is failing them because they older and they all white hair, all like, oh, these is old people. These is not like 40, 50, 60s. These is like old. Like oh, mm, like mm, eighty could be, but you know, you never know what them. They could, be. <laughs> they could be fifty. Look at eighty. <laughs> no change, baby. But you know, they look oh 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 oh, and you know, it looks like they unhealthy, and so like mm. him, it looked like he was unhealthy. Oh, and then he had an oxygen tank. So yes, he looked like. It's, he's he was had some health complications. He had some health complications. We had a cousin. My mom called her. She was like the phone call from death. Anytime she called, she was going to say somebody <laughs> She's calling to say somebody died. She was like the death call. That's the death call. <laughs> but when you said the death room, I was like, oh, that, oh, that just Lord. popped up. But uh, <laughs> hey, y'all, let us, let us know. Let us know about your plans when you get older. Um, first of all, let's just give a shout out to uh, Miss Marie King, who did this, who pushed back against this bullshit in Maine. Um, and give credit to the main uh, Human Rights Commission again for affirming uh, her right, you know, to, to be where she where she got to be in this in this in this place. She was uh, discriminated against because she is trans for this long term care facility, and the Human Rights Commission has affirmed her shit, and they're pushing back and going to support her with us with her. Let us know what you think. Uh, what's your plans when you get older? Do you want to do Golden Girls? Do you want to do Golden Boys? You got some family that's going to take care of you. Let us know. Hashtag Marsha Split. I'm going to be a foxy silver fox, the way it's called. I'm going to be a first lady of a church. Ooh. <laughs> first lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be outside on the porch judging you. You say Because <laughs> you ain't got no girdle on. <laughs> or no slip. No, no slip, slip on. <laughs> 
She judging y'all. She used to be a hoe, y'all, back in her younger days. That's what I want the kids to say. <laughs> very, like very dad. She bougie now, but she used to be a hoe. <laughs> Listen. It's going to get very much so. Michael, uh, what is the Maya Angelou? I put poetic justice <laughs> over there by the tree. That's going to be me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what do you that. know about love, child? <laughs> yes, all of that. Are you married? Look, okay. she don't even got a ring. Okay. Baby. I'm pretty sure you guys know about the stuff that's going over there in the Ukraine. I wanted to talk about uh, some of the LBGT aspects of it. Of course, they're in an emergency, a state of emergency. Everybody's trying to escape, but the LBGT people are are having the worst time because they're being um, discriminated against. I think they have like a draft over there or something that's going on. So if you're a trans person and your legal documentation isn't changed, then you could basically be put in the draft or sent back from um, you trying to escape. In order to ensure the defense of the state and maintaining combat and mobilization readiness of the armed forces of the Ukraine and other military formations, they have decreed that anybody male, not anybody, I'm sorry, any male age 18 to 60s are banned from leaving the country. And that's what Mia's talking about. Like he's literally yeah. saying in order for us to try to keep the state of Ukraine, because us Russia is trying to take that bitch. They want to make it to where all the niggas <laughs> gotta stay. Y'all, so you trying to get up out exactly. there because you scared? Yeah. You gotta get, no, mm-hmm. you gotta stay here. I don't give a fuck about that gender identity stuff. <laughs> you yes. a document change, you stay here and fight with us, bro. <laughs> it's a, what is it, trans women with male identifying documentation must stay and fight in the war while trans men with female identifying documentation must go through a long process to get a quote unquote white ticket exempting them from joining the military. Oh, yeah, everybody got to stay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... a... Um, a partnership called the Gay Alliance in Ukraine, and they have uh, formed a shelter. They, uh, the Gay Alliance over there, has been over there since like 2012. Like they're partnered, they're um, I guess it's a nonprofit organization, and they have formed a shelter where there are trans people and LGBT people able to conjugate and um, in a safe space until they're able to find a way to escape. Or I not escape, but seek refuge. What would y'all do if that happened to us? Like, what? What? And not the U.S. Like, what if we were in Ukraine? What are some of the things that you think you would do in order to either seek refuge or um, maintain your mental health? and stay um, positive so that you could eventually uh, seek refuge. For those, for anybody who may be listening to Marsha's plate in Ukraine or, or over there, maybe we can inspire them with some encouraging words or some upliftment 
So I guess that's the kind of the direction I'm going. Mm. You know what, to be honest, I can't even imagine what that's like. Like I can't even imagine what being in that type of state and that is the privilege of being of American. They don't really come fuck with us over here, like right. in our land. Whereas we have a ton of history of us going to their land, putting fucking military bases in and terrorizing it and all this kind of shit. We have had the, we have a, a since shit, the first time, well, I don't, know, I don't know if it's the first time, but the first time in my lifetime that something like happened over here was 9-11. And so any other time since then or before then, we don't have to worry about that shit over here. So that's the privilege right. of being an American. Like where, not only just because you know we're a, a stronghold, but also we there's a whole ocean separating us. Our location is different. You get what I'm saying? It's just a whole different situation. So I can't even imagine. Um, but I do know when chaos is happening, and even because I have been in situations where chaos was happening on a small scale. Um, and usually it's some kind of natural natural disaster that when chaos is happening, all the social rules, social respectability and what you're supposed to do, what you ain't doing, what you ain't, ain't supposed to do, that shit goes out the window and it, and it reveals some of the ugly side of people. How, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If I got to choose between the cisgender woman and a trans woman, I'm going to choose a cisgender woman to get free. You get what I'm saying? If I got five people to choose, if I gotta, um, if I gotta save myself, if I gotta snitch on you <laughs> to get out, or you know, it's it the ugly side yeah. of su- survival comes out of people. Yeah. And so, you know, I I can't say I, I know you say you want to be encouraging, but I don't know how encouraging that could be. In my mind, I feel like. I, I can't tell you what I do. And usually when I'm in a situation of chaos, of those that type of chaos, I get quiet. I get really, I, I get really, really reserved because I'm like, I'm looking at- you paying I'm attention. Paying, I'm paying attention. I want to know if there's exactly. a way, if I, if I see some shit, crazy shit going over here, how can I ease my way out over here? I'm that type of person where I'm like, First of all, I'm a country ass bitch, so I feel like I got some skills that can, that can I can yes. survive. Oh, not a super long period of time, but I feel like if I have to go in the wilderness, I feel like I got some skills to survive in that kind of situation. Like a couple days or some shit. No, I feel like I could last a month or two. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, I me. feel like if I have to, <laughs> like okay. say, I gotta be right. out in forest. Next level. I feel yeah, like yeah. I could I can survive in everything because I know how to catch shit. I know how to fish, like, especially if it's something that I right. can water. I know how to create something where I can fish. Um, wow, I, that's cool. I, yeah, I know how to create traps. Like these are things that I learned when I was younger, just yeah. randomly at like boys camp. Like I know how to create shit where yeah. I can catch something um, and kill it and cook it. I know how right. to start a fire. I know how to, you know what I'm saying? I know how to do things where I can survive in that sense. So I think I could get a like, like two, two, three, one to two months, depending on, and that depends on where I'm at. 
Like it depends right, the on type of the environment. The environment. Mm-hmm. So um, right. I don't know. I feel like I have enough, you know, skills to survive a little bit. But I could being locked up and being um, you know, dealing with like the military, dealing with the militancy and motherfuckers putting guns in my face. I don't think I have the personality for that because part of me is just a natural buck up against the system type of motherfucker. And I would get tired of being um, forced into shit. It's something, it's something that I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to handle. So part of me would be like, go ahead and kill me. But part of me also would be like, if I'm out of, if I'm, if I'm just like traveling, like if I can go, if I know to go to a direction and I can just be safe and go that direction, I feel like on my journey, to safety, I feel like I could survive that type of situation where I'm like, okay, just go north. Like, you know, like if when you was this, not when y'all was in slavery, but you know, when we think about people being- <laughs> You talking about the North, follow the North Star? Yeah, I'm like I north. feel like yes. that type yes. of motherfucker, I could do that. I feel I like can. I could go, if I just got to chill and be quiet and go and survive on the land, mm. I feel like I could be that person. Mm-hmm. But motherfuckers that survive like Auschwitz, like um or the, the Holocaust, Holocaust that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it people who survive shit like that, I don't think An I can institutional be that camp situation. Yeah, yeah, camps. I don't think I can be that. You whooping mm-hmm. me or spraying me with holes or you know forcing me to do shit, experiment on me. I can't survive that. I don't. I have too much of a fighter, fighter personality that, and I'll get mm-hmm. frustrated and I'll go off, and you will have to kill me. I, mm. I don't think I I think I'll be one of the main motherfuckers that they would just kill. This bitch too feisty. Boom. Mm. <laughs> I, I think I could handle, I think I, I would probably do better. I mean, the whole thing is awful. But yeah. I think like in a situation where you're I've, I've been in situations where I did not have control over certain things for an extended period of time and had to kind of, you know, you know, like you know what we like we both said, just like you have to be observant, be calm, but also with other people, kind of you know how to how to get through. In a sit, like it's like yeah. okay, this situation, this environment has not changed. Okay, I got my alliance. Okay, so we know that we get this much food, and we can you know okay, you get this much on that day, I get this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's how my head my head would work in a you know in a situation like like that where it's just like well shit, I'm just gonna. You know, you, you know, uh, it's uh, my my dad's a Vietnam veteran. And one thing that he said, he says to me, he said all the time, you know, you have to it, you exist in the what do you say? You have to you have to exist in the world you're in or you become extinct, mm. you know, and I think I think I keep that in mind with a lot of shit because it's like he was in Vietnam. You know, <laughs> like he was like, I'm just here and I'm 19. Shit, like I ain't trying to be here, you know. And so. um so I, I I I hold on to that, you know. Um, but I would not know what to do if I was in the woods, though. That's a whole. Oh, you would be <laughs> like better outside. Making I would be work. better, and yeah, because mm. if I'm in, I'm a, I'm afraid of critters. Um, you know, like, <laughs> like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't like to sit on the grass. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll be sitting there, all freaked out and germaphobe so much. That you know, I'm, I'm pissed about that shit. I'd be, you know, I couldn't sleep. But if you know, this is a control. Okay, let me, you know, you know what I'm saying. Let me cover some shit oh, up, you know. But like you. out in the woods, no. I grew up not getting oh. my hair wet and I was getting my ass whooped. No, I'm still, I'm still <laughs> okay. traumatized from that, you know. So I'm just like water. Uh, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> I, 
it ma- yeah, it makes me feel me. like yeah. um, <laughs> Hands May Tell too. Like, what kind of girl would you be? Like, uh, would you be a Janine? Do you have? Do y'all watch Hands May Tell? You I, know, I, I watched all of them. Yeah. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. So, would you be a Janine? Would you be a June? Would you be a um? You know, a motherfucker. Would you be on the wall by now? Would you be like? Would you? I can't tell you who I would. I don't be. know what y'all talking about. What are these people? I just yeah. know for the show. <laughs> I don't know shit yeah. about June or Gina. The wall. Yeah, you, what does that mean? <laughs> so, it's just, what's their types? I mean, so yeah. like it's you know, there's some people who just like so. The premise is that they're in a new kind of world where, um, you know, you gotta sleep with these dudes, and you know, the premise mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. would you be the person that would just go along with it? Like that? I I don't, I feel mm-hmm. like I would start off like that. Like I'll feel like, damn, I don't want to die. So maybe I just got to go along with what's being said. And then I'll figure out how I can get out of this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But then after being in that situation for so long, it gets, it's going to get to a point for me where I can't deal with this. I can't right. deal with this. I can't deal with what's happening. And go ahead and take me up out of here. This is whack. I, but mm-hmm. I'm not going ahead and kill me, but I, I'll be taking risks that will get me killed. Right, 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 right. Oh, let me be clear. I wasn't saying I'm going to just chill up in the institution. I'm still trying to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm saying I, it's easier for me to sustain myself to do that uh-huh. in a situation that's not changing gotcha. like you would be outside. Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. saying I was going to kick back and kick it. No, no, <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Shit, hell no. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna do what I got to do, and it might take a team of people, but my main priority is me getting out and surviving to get out, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that smart. But um, yeah. But what were you saying about the wall? What the hell is the wall? So the wall is they would hang, <laughs> they would hang the girls on on um on. Oh. On okay. the show, if somebody violated some, like had a, that's a, where they went. They went on the wall, meaning they would be hanging their bodies on the wall. Like, and the people will walk past, and you could see the person who dead on the oh, wall. Some slavery shit. Okay. Yeah, like that. <laughs> some white terrorism. They regular shit. They yeah. put niggas' heads on sticks and shit. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah crazy shit like that. <laughs> yeah, so they would be on the wall, and that's the threat. Like, they'll mm. put you on the wall. So I was like, okay, I, I, I know I probably would be, I would probably end up on the wall. I probably, I probably, I got I you. there are certain things that I just can't deal with. There are certain Do things. Do any of them get out on the show? Yes. Okay. Yes, but seasons later. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, okay. So some, some do escape. It's yeah. a really good show. I don't want to you need to watch it. It's good. You have to watch okay. it. It's okay. good. Sorry, sorry, spoiler alert, people. I, it I don't is. care about spoiler alerts, but I gotta remember other people do. So but it, it's it's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. So don't watch it yeah. if you it's not gory. Like, well, it's not gory. Mm. It's it not gory. Be. It's it's not gory it's to more psychological. Kinda. Yeah, it's not like gory, like um like a horror film gory. It's not mm. like Saw. Yeah, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but not, it can give that, like it get nasty, but it's not like it's not forever. like that. It's yeah. more, mm-hmm. um, it's more acting. It's more drama. Mm-hmm. It's more that mm-hmm. it's circumstantial stuff happening. So it is deep. It's not. I don't want to say it's a lot. It's light watching. <laughs> it's not light watching. Right. But I. It's. 
I, to be honest, it's one of my favorite shows. It just really is. Mm. Tell is one of my favorite shows. Um, but yeah, it feels like if I was in those type, those are war, those are prisoner of war situations. And I mm-hmm. don't know if I have them. And my main point is, I don't know if I have the mentality to do to preserve myself. I know mm-hmm. I have it for a, a limited sense of time. Like I cannot okay. be in bondage for three, four, five years. That is not right. who I am. I can't be that person. Um, I can't get mm. along to, oh, we just got to wait. We just got to wait. No, I probably mm. can do it for like a month, two, three months, just dealing with the program to see. But once I'm not seeing any holes for me to get out, baby, I'm sticking some knives right. in bitches necks. They're going to kill me. That's real. That's real. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, like, like I said, I, my thing is sitting up cut make your incremental approach get the fuck out but yeah you're yeah. right if you hit a wall you just hit a fucking wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> got like, to go. Uh, yeah Hell and yeah. they some of them were in walls and i'm like um they were they were they in literally hit the wall yeah they literally <laughs> that and you know that it's no kind of way out like they got everything locked down so i yeah i'm gonna take one of you commanders out <laughs> yep, we can we can all we can all go together yeah we can yeah. all be on the wall <laughs> yeah yep that's real. But yeah. Anyway, I, I, it would piss me off that they would be forcing me to stay <laughs> and fight a fucking war that's not mine as a civilian. That yep. would piss me off. Yeah. I would. I don't know. I, 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 this. I'm not being encouraging. I think it's horrible. I, <clears throat> I can't help but to feel like I can't feel. I feel like I wouldn't survive it. I don't think I would. I think I'm one of the ones that I'm gonna try to like see the the hope within and i'm always keep trying to figure out a way i can get out but i don't know i'm kind of like in a way i'm kind of like dumb and like bitch they had cut off the whole fucking foot and bitch you cut my foot off girl i don't know (laughs) it gets to a point where i think you you've taken it too far for me to um be reasonable yeah. Yes. But, yes. But I, w- I would keep fighting. I would keep fighting no matter, no matter what. Yeah. But I do think there would be some times where it'd be discouraging. But I would keep trying. Um, tell us what you think about what's happened to the um the trans LBGT people in the Ukraine. Give some uh, encouraging words or, um. Yeah, encouraging words. We're gonna stay uplifted. Give us mm-hmm. give us some encouraging words to the people in Ukraine, the trans people, and LBGT, QIA people in the Ukraine. Yes, and I think we did a show, y'all. Oh, this is this show has been down. I thought the the other we would keep it happy on the other one, but it's hard to keep it happy about fucking war There's a lot of shit going on. Yeah, and fucking but, old people being discriminated against and motherfuckers getting killed and thrown in lakes. It's hard to be happy all the time. And this maybe I, yeah. I, you try to be positive, but sometimes you just it's shit in the world is not giving you what you need to be that. Mm. And you and some some weeks, some days, it's harder and harder to see the positive. And some days it's easier. And so, what I hope that you are doing, if you're listening, is that you are trying your best to not only do it for yourself, but also do it for other people to make it easier for them to see the positive. And so, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we'll do the trigger warning. Because if it's a bad day, you say, okay, girl, I'm going to hold off on this podcast for a second, get my together, and I'm going to listen. (laughs) No (laughs) shame. 
Baby. Yes, 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 yes. But all right. Yeah, we will see y'all next week. All right. Bye-bye. All right, y'all. Peace. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's going to be all right.